MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. Hi, I'm Ian Hayden, an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS. And I'm Katrina Christensen, a carer, pianist and singer who doesn't have MS, but I enjoy MSing About. What are we messing about today, Ian? We're messing about with our schoolyards, Katrina. But first, let's thank our sponsor, Solace Sleep. Absolutely. Solace Sleep is Australia's number one manufacturer of adjustable beds. Check them out at solacesleep.com.au. So, what about our schoolyards? Well, our 97-year-old Florence went to school in the 1930s. So school was very different to her, and I went to school in the 50s and 60s, and you in the 70s and 80s, yeah? Yeah, and my kids and your kids went to school in the 1990s and the 2000s. So we've got about 80 years' worth of schooling, <laughs> do we? Well, it would have changed a bit. Let's kick off with Florence. It's time for Florence! We didn't start school till six, six. in those days. Mm. Mm. I was six years old. And what age did you leave? I was 12. You got what was called your matriculation, which was you needed that to go to high school. And you didn't? No, because we were 10 k's out of, or 10 miles out of Cambridge and had no way of getting there. So how did you learn? Well, I presume reading mainly. Mm. I was a prolific reader. Read, every, read everything I could get my hands on. Things I wasn't supposed to read, like murders, things, <laughs> things like that. And if I could get my hands what, on the paper, I read the paper all the time. wasn't supposed to read certain things, but did. And maths? Maths was never my favourite subject. English was. English was always my favourite subject. Geography, history, loved those. Maths wasn't my favourite. I passed at maths and that, but I wasn't brilliant at it, if you know what I mean. It wasn't one of my better subjects. Let's talk about our primary schools. Okay. I'm sure they're a bit different. We had a big framed photo of the Queen on the wall of our classroom. Did you? I don't remember, but we probably did. You probably have one in the assembly hall. Well, we sang sang God Save the Queen, so I'm sure we did. Okay. And we had a crackling ABC radio on the wall that pumped oh. out old serials or lessons. All right. Oh, yeah. We did watch TV at school. Oh, we, yes. didn't, we didn't have TV. We had it. We TV, had it. <laughs> TV came to our house, I think, in 1964. Right, OK. So I'd already done 10 years without television. Yeah. Um, we got punished with cuts across the hand, cuts of the cane. Oh, yes, we had the cane. Did you on the hand yes. or the bum? Uh, oh, I think on both. At yeah. the same time. Not at the That's same clever. time. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. See, th- th- there's no caning now. So I spoke to our mate Dave about punishment by caning, and he said that back in when he was in primary school, the sight of a 30-year-old woman with a cane in her hand scared the daylights out of him, and he can't find one now for love or money. A cane? No, or a 30-year-old, 30-year-old with a cane. <laughs> Sorry, it was a little S&M joke there. <laughs> Ah. Oh, we're changing the name. We're assuming about... Oh, dyslexic MS. You know, I have to tell a story of when I was in school and I remember, and I must have been either anywhere between year one and year three because it was at my first primary school and 
there was a student who had obviously sworn and he was getting his mouth washed out with soap. Really? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I thought, I will never swear. (laughs) Well, I'm going to not top it, but mention a teacher called Mr Bauer who was our primary school headmaster. He was my teacher in year six. Right. Final year of primary school. And he came in and apologised to us all by saying, I'm going to tell you a joke and it's rather rude because it's got swearing in it and I don't remember the joke yeah but it, it was about how to put a bridge or something across a river anyway it ended up with damn the damn the river and blast the rocks and we all just looked at each other and we said that's not swearing he doesn't know well damn and blast were both swear words yeah right no they weren't he was an idiot he was the only person who <laughs> He was the only person allowed to cane at, in my primary school. To give the cane or to receive it? No, to give it. <laughs> give it. And we used to rub peppers on our hands because oh. that was meant to stop the pain. Yeah, right. And Mr Ma was my teacher in years three, four and five. Years free? Free. Did I say free? Three, <laughs> three, four and five. Yeah, we're he, really he, rough he, time. he wasn't very good. I've been watching <laughs> that fellow on the chase. $30,000. Anyway, three. And he... He used to give us crow pecks. What's bought, a crow peck? Okay, I'm sorry about the noise, but when you get your knuckle like that and yeah. you whack someone right in the top <gasps> of their head. Oh. And he used to call us Melonhead. Shut up, Melonhead. Oh, Ooh. Well, yeah. oh, I feel that. Oh, yeah, we felt it. Yeah. But we thought it was normal. And we had to have our report cards used to go home for our parents to sign the back off to say they read it. Right. And then you'd return it. And the headmaster and Mr Ma both had to sign the report card, you know, saying things like must do better, must try harder or must pay more attention, whatever it was. <laughs> Sounds like you had a few of those. Yeah, I had a few of those, <laughs> I had a few of those. But those report cards gave me a gift of signature copy calligraphy. I learnt okay. how to forge their signatures. Oh. Perfectly, perfectly. And when I got to high school... Right. I learnt to do the principal signature, the deputy principal, nearly every teacher, my housemaster, and no one could pick it. And I did that because you had to get a leave pass to go to the football or to the shops Ah, or to anything. And when you returned to school, you had to find a teacher to sign your leave pass back in and and they'd put the time on it. Because you were only allowed to sort of go from from 11 till 1. Yeah, right. And every Saturday night I took a pen to the dining room because inevitably people would have been meant to be back at 1 o'clock but decided to go to the pub or go and play pool or something. And I had to sign sign them back in. And and which teacher would you like to have seen, I'd say, and then I'd put on uh, 1 p.m. So and so, and and once I was in the homework room, yeah. and I saw this table from another student, younger student, and he'd been practicing forging signatures. Oh. So I got out a red pen and I wrote "See me, N. Pinwall, N. Pinwall." Norm was uh, our housemaster, so this embarrassed kid took the pad and went downstairs, knocked on the head by <laughs> housemaster's door, and said. You wanted to see me, sir? And he just went, see Hayden. <laughs> Never missed a thing, old Norm. Oh, well done you. Yeah, well done me. Now, Norm, the legend had it, he used to cane across the bottom before I got to school with the student's head under his desk. So if the head sprung up, he got a whack in the back of the oh, head as well as... Um, oh but word. he'd stop that. But he was so good. Yeah. 
if you got the cane across the bottom, you wore the welt in the showers like a badge of honour. Right. And he could give you three cuts of the cane and you'd only have one welt. That's how good he was. Wow. He could just aim at that crease on your trousers. Sharpshooter. Oh, sharpshooter, yes. <laughs> but the biggest catch for the time I was caught, I filled out a leave pass to mm-hmm. go and see Hamlet oh. at the Old Toad Theatre in Kensington. How cultured. How cultured. <laughs> and Norm was an English teacher, so he approved that. Oh, of course. Anyway, I nipped away and snuck into my civilian clothes and went to see a musical called Hair at the Met- <laughs> at the Metro. Still sounds with the H. Still sounds with the H. And I got back and I changed into my uniform, put my civilian clothes in my sports bag, yeah. and he caught me and said, I'll get you in the morning, Hayden. Now, that's what they did if they wanted you to not sleep all night because you yeah. thought you were going to have a damn good caning. Yes. But he, he didn't. He gated me for the rest of the term right. and humiliated me in front of the house because oh. we had a morning assembly. Yes, you do. So he opened my sports bag. Why have that power if you cannot humiliate oh, yeah. someone? Uh, he said, I caught Hayden coming. He spoke like that. Oh. And he... I caught Hayden sneaking back in last night and he had these civilian clothes, a paisley tie, how <laughs> nice, a pink shirt. Oh, how flamboyant you were. A corduroy jacket. A corduroy? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, trying to look remorseful. <laughs> and, and he said, and you know what Hayden did? What? He applied for leave to see Hamlet, but he went to see Hare. And see Hare, I'm sure he did, seeing it's mostly performed in the nude. Oh, and one, really? No, one scene. One oh, scene is one nude. Scene. One bloody scene, and I was sitting there going, have you seen Hamlet, Mr Pinwall? It's about suicide, it's about murder. Hare is about love and peace. I reckon your hair. status amongst the other school oh, kids would have just risen. I knew that, but I couldn't blow it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, but that, that bit worked. This weird thing is, yeah. I actually enjoy Hamlet. Yes, And right. I, I saw the movie Hamlet with Nicole Williamson and Marianne Faithful as Ophelia oh, wow. twice. It was so good. It's a very hard play, it's a long play, it's got to be done quickly. Yeah, right. I was about to break into the Shakespeare Hamlet soliloquy. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it be nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing in them to die, to sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream. Ah, there's the rub. So that's his little suicide thing. Should I die? Why yeah. not? Because if it's die, you sleep, sleep, perchance to dream. Anyway. Um, the morning assembly. Mm-hmm. It was there so Mr Pinwall mm-hmm. could come out and inspect Oh, that's funny, sorry. But you had a Mr Pinwall. Pinwall. And I had a Mr Cornwell. <laughs> Righto. Really, okay. actually, it's not for nothing, honey. I, became very, good, I, I, I became very good friends with uh, Norm Pinwall's son. Oh. He was a correspondent. He's dead now. Isn't that funny? Because I became friends with Mr, Mr. Cornwell's Cornwell. daughter. Well, there you go. She was a musician and so was I. But anyway, Norm, mm. or Bonehead as some people call him, I quite like Norm because he was fair. Right. He banned us from going to see Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet oh. because it had a nude scene, a bed scene and, and a naked bottom and things. Wow. He said they replaced the balcony scene with a bedroom scene. Anyway, next uh, couple of mornings later he announced, 
I went and saw Romeo and Juliet yesterday. It's brilliant. I'll give leave to anyone who wants to see it. There you go. And I thought, oh, he's a good man there. And he was one who broke the news to me that my father had died and I got very close to him after that. But he used to come around Mm. every morning. He'd inspect our shoes, Mm. our fingernails and our hair length. And he sometimes called a fire drill and we all have to line up in our dormitories outside the house. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, the six lines. And the house captain was always the one who had to do a head count to make sure every boy was present and correct. And this morning he said, everyone here, house captain? And he said, oh, uh, Mrs Pinwall isn't here, sir. Let her burn. Oh! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I take it you were the house captain. No, no, I never got oh, to be house right? captain. Oh, okay, thank oh. you, naughty. <laughs> Let me tell you what I was. Oh, what, were you a prefect? <laughs> I never got to be prefect, but oh. better than a prefect. Yeah. I was the keeper of the keys. Oh, the keeper of the keys. Oh, it sounds like something out of Harry Potter. Very much so. You see, <laughs> the, na- the naughtiest boy the year before, when, yes. when they left, entrusted someone with the keys, which was a master oh. key to every classroom, the headmaster's office, oh, wow. the, the clothing store. And they gave it to you. <laughs> well, I think it came because I used to sign all those leave passes. <laughs> I, and and I, I was a daily smoker. I only ever got caught once, once oh. in six years. So okay. they knew I could get away with things. Yeah. And anyway, I was given these keys. You weren't meant to use them for personal gain. That was okay. the only rule. And you'd let kids in to, if they'd left their book inside or whatever. Oh, right. And, oh, or if, if it was responsible a, things like yeah, that. Well, you had a clothing store and if someone turned up for dinner without a coat and tie, yeah, you'd let, let them in to get yeah, another one, otherwise right. they'd get punished. Yes, yes. Okay. So that was the sort of avoid the punishment. Or nip in there and take a detention card out of the box in the office. For <laughs> things like that. Now, curiously, a friend of ours was killed in a car accident 10, 12 years ago, whatever. Oh, okay. And we went to the funeral, then we went to the wake. Yep. And a teaching colleague of Anne's, we just got talking about schools you went to and stuff. Who was the co-host of Sunrise with David Kosh? Mel, Mel... Mel... uh, Mel... 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 What is her name? Doyle. Doyle. Yeah, Melissa Doyle. Melissa Doyle. Okay, she went to school with Mel... Right. And so that, you can see how, you know, she's younger than me but no spring chicken. Anyway, she said that she went out with a boy that went to my school. There you go. So this is 20 years after I left school. Yeah. And guess what? What? He was the keeper of the keys. Oh! <laughs> so we chose well right down that line to keep oh, it going. There you go. <laughs> oh, I'm just... Have no fancy titles from school. I really want to be that keeper of the keys. Keeper of the keys. I was also the school's SB bookie. SB bookie. SP starting SP, price starting, starting price, price bookie. Right. And which was illegal. But my father told me once mm. never to gamble on racehorses because you never see a poor bookmaker. And I went, ka-ching, Here we go. We have the races every Saturday. Yeah. We've got kids who want to bet. And it got to the point that even the parents of the kids who had come to watch football put on a sly bet with me. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit starting price, whatever the starting price was, was what I paid out on. Ah, I spoke to Dave, you know, as you know. Oh, yes, yes. 
And he told me that learning algebra was compulsory at his college. Oh. And he said the only time to got, he got to use algebra in his adult life was when he bumped into an ex and thought, why? <laughs> <laughs> will, we, will we run the numbers on it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's his X and Y journey. Um, but before going to boarding school in Adelaide, Dave grew up on a huge cattle station in the Northern Territory mm. called uh, Hamilton Downs. And we wrote a song about his school days. Here's a couple of verses. Some kids have to go to school in funny situations Like us kids brought up out on cattle stations We had no worries about getting from here to there We did our learning on the school of the air And our schoolyard was 700 square miles We'd go out at recess time And we wouldn't come back for a real long while And we'd talk on the wireless To the teacher in Alice Springs And when we didn't have a finger on the button We'd yell out, hey mum, what's the answer to this bloody thing? I remember once the mail plane came It had a special order It said, you've been a naughty boy Now go and stand in the corner so I stood and I stood and I stood and I stood till the next mail plane came. Thank God it had a letter saying, go on, sit down again. And our schoolyard was 700 square miles. We'd go out at recess time and we wouldn't come back for a real long while. And we'd talk on the wireless to the teacher in Alice Springs. When we didn't have a finger on the button, we'd get out, hey mum, what's the answer to this bloody thing? And here's another true story. Another one. I know from Dave. No, this is a true story from Dave at his boarding school. I wonder if I should tell it. He had his first orgasm during a dream and it woke him up. And he didn't sleep at all the next night, waiting for it to happen again. (laughs) True. God, I hope you changed the sheets. Sex education. Ah, yes. That's changed a lot since we were kids. I imagine so. I asked uh, Florence about that. Oh, yes. It's time for Florence. Who gave you sex education? Sex education? Yes. You didn't get any. In fact, it wasn't mentioned. No. It was a no-no subject. No, no. It was a taboo. You didn't talk. didn't mention sex. They didn't pass you a little book or anything like that? No, no. Absolutely not. I guess you you just learned, you learned, didn't you, from the animals and what have you. We had chapter 29 of the Harry Massel Blues Science book. That was right. about reproduction. Was it a big chapter? I don't know, it had diagrams of girly bits. Oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> well, not really, because it was a diagram. They didn't tell us anything. Oh, no. Did you get sex education? Isn't it terrible? I don't. I can't remember. I do know though that in science, and I must have been year eight, and my science teacher was Mr. Maguire, and he reminded us all of Wally Lewis. So his nickname was Wally, and you were allowed to call him Wally. Where's Wally? And yeah, but yeah, he was a handsome-looking dude, and um, 
Myself and my two friends, we just couldn't understand this, the, 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 um, the chapter on reproduction for women. So. <laughs> well, one would think yes. that every girl has to be told about menstruation. If they're not, it must come as a hell of a shock. Yes. So that's a big one. Yes. And if your mother hasn't told you that, then that's a bit bad, I think. Yeah, that's what I think too. And I remember taking our little primary school age James to a sex education night and it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to sit through. Banana in the condom? No, they didn't even... (laughs) Oh, that's a girly thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? (laughs) No, I do recall doing that in a whole classroom. This was... Everyone had to do it. Oh. Well, it's not just the girl who puts the condom on. The boy has to be responsible. Well, it should be. Yes. At, at school, we all, every one of the boys I knew had a condom in their wallet. There you go. Never knew how to use it. It was just no. there because you looked as though you did it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Punching. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Your, your eyes and your brain, I can just see <laughs> going yeah. down memory lane. But, yeah. but it was a long drive home with the one with James because I think all I said was, any questions? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I bet him and his mates talked about it at school the next day. Oh, I reckon they would have gone. Did you just see Mr Mary's face try to tell us about this? Uh, (laughs) We've known about this for years. Which brings me to pornography. I think, this is my theory, Mm. that a lot of kids today get their sex education from computer pornography. Oh, absolutely. And that is not sex education. No. That's not how to care for someone, how no, to... No, it's uh, not romance. It's, it's not, not ro- love. No. It's not... No, they're putting it in not. places they shouldn't be and all those things. And, oh, you know, but it's made-up scenarios and, oh, know, yeah. honestly, I'm still waiting for the postman to deliver me my parcel. <laughs> I've got a pool cleaner. Oh! <laughs> you're doing better than me. He's already half naked. <laughs> oh. No, but I do agree. It's not it's not the right place for people to be educated on and it creates the wrong um, ideal around sex and what sex it, is and should be. It most certainly does. And did I tell you? No. That I saw my first porno film yesterday. <laughs> I can't believe how young I looked. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a terrible we, joke. Will we call it quits there? Yeah. I'm definitely going. (laughs) Bye.